Coming to you live from a cabin deep in the heart of the Canadian wilderness. Turn down the lights, get yourself a drink, and let's settle in for tonight's broadcast. Good evening, and welcome to Midnight Mysteries. Here are your hosts. Syncing with camera. I need a louder clap. Do it. <laughs> Fail. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Welcome back to Midnight Mysteries, the heart of Canadian paranormal radio. My name is Nathan. And my name is Mike. Today we're interviewing a special guest and talking about the paranormal. If you want to learn more about these kind of topics, like ghosts, the paranormal, cryptids, and more, click that subscribe button. Tonight we have Erica. Erica is a visual artist, a francophone facilitator for Big Brothers, Big Sisters Canada, and the host for Erica's Ghost Stories podcast. They were born on Vancouver Island and have ancestral ties to Quebec and currently reside on Treaty 6 territory, Edmonton, Alberta. Erica is a queer artist who loves to write, draw, and work with children. She also loves to hit up the mountains, do some camping, and travel for fun. Erica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yes, that's me in a nut. So in terms of your, your upbringing, in terms of your background, was there the belief in spirituality or the paranormal in your family? And, and if so, what did that look like? Did your grandparents or, or parents ever talk about it or share their experiences? Yes, I would love to share that. <laughs> Yes. Um, okay, so uh, growing up, we actually uh, were in a Catholic but non-practicant situation, as all French people are. So um, two of my um, parental figures were my dad's wife and my mom, so two women. They both believed in ghosts. And yeah, uh from the get-go, it was very open communication about it. Um, growing up, also, we lived in a haunted house, so... Um, That'll you help. Know, yeah. yeah my, you didn't have a chance. You were just, yeah, you just were right in there. Right in there. <laughs> 11 it. years old, like, yeah. <laughs> right at... Yeah, and uh, when I was about 12, uh, my stepmom gave me a little light magic book, and that's kind of, like, where... The opening was, you know, mm -hmm. of like yeah. this, like outer spiritual, outer from the skin. I mean, like yeah. just yeah. more than what it is. So yeah, I mean, my um, like, it was right away. Yeah, just immersed. Just a child. You were born. Your parents <laughs> and this other maternal figure were yes. like, hey, you know, this is the religion we're, we're taking part of as part of the francophone culture, but <laughs> we also are open to this and. Yes. The house is haunted. Yeah. And here's a book on yeah. <laughs> magic. Yes. Okay, okay, but like... Paranormal stories yeah. to yes, the nines. Yeah. Right? So the house is haunted. You can't just leave it at that. No. I mean... You gotta tell. Well, yeah. I mean, so we think... Because we were like three girls growing up in that mm -hmm. house anyways. There was my stepmom and my sister. And we think that it was a little girl ghost. Okay. And she would connect with our like feminine mm -hmm. energy and so this one time nobody was in the house except for my stepmom and she said she said for sure she heard a voice and she thought it was us and okay. she's like oh yeah like 
she answered the voice and then me and my sister get back home and she's like oh it wasn't you two <laughs> and then that's where we kind of was like oh like maybe there's something else mm -hmm. and like let's explore that together and me and my sister were really into horror movies which didn't help this whole mm. case because I'm just we're just like ghosts and like everything um, related to that yeah. so my sister was like I you know I see her in this and there's dreams and yeah like we'll that's just how it began. So <laughs> the house was haunted. It was a friendly ghost. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It was a friendly ghost. Yeah. It's not like crawling up onto your bed or anything. In the <laughs> no, yeah. no, yeah. no. Nothing like that. No poltergeist. So just, you, yeah. you you were really immersed in this, like we talked about from, from the get-go. But was there a major red pill moment where you're just like, wow, there there has to be more than this just this physical world like there has to be more than this yeah or was that just always the case for you no you know like as an adult I got into sacred geometry and numerology and I like you know my day my birthday is like three days from Halloween so I already knew I loved okay. this time of year and I'm like I'm a huge fan of ghost stories I love um, discovering about the unknown and knowing the paranormal um, I look through investigations all the time um, this is all up my alley literally I am just so intrigued by the <laughs> fact that buildings peoples and things can be haunted and it always has been that way and there are just thousands and millions of stories and just yeah tapping into that mm -hmm. but yeah I think like just naturally I was like interested in these subjects right off the bat none of these subjects were obviously talked about in high school of course. you know math and science but <laughs> some of science well, actually touched in on it too like yeah. um in grade 10 I uh I watched um down the rabbit hole mm -hmm. which was about quantum physics and that mm -hmm. really tied into adulthood when I was like exploring these subjects as well right. so I was like right like there was that science teacher that was like there's more to life yeah, that's and awesome. so yeah so tying quantum tying science in there and mathematics at a later age I didn't know that math was related to existence in nature until mm -hmm. adulthood so yeah yeah in those and I, and I, it's so interesting to look at some of these founding fathers of different founding fathers and mothers of different areas in science and how esoteric or religious they were too, because it wasn't simply just the physical world, but there was a mm -hmm. belief in the beyond too. Yeah. And I think of one of the areas that got me really interested in things like sacred geometry or, or numerology, which Mike and I could talk about for, for hours as well, <laughs> was the the Fibonacci sequence yeah. and seeing that the same calculations and spiral found in a seashell is the same used in sacred architecture or the mm -hmm. defining spirals of a galaxy. Like it's and just like a tree, how yeah. the tree yeah. grows. And it's yeah. just an intrinsically in every little aspect yeah. of our reality. To how bees form hives. Absolutely. And crop circles. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that, that is Fibonacci a deep is really, hole. yeah. 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 Wait, bees form crop circles? <laughs> Just That's on our next episode. <laughs> Giant <On> planets. <laughs> so you started your podcast around two years ago. Uh, is that correct? Is that accurate? Yeah, about February 2021. So like two and a half. Okay. Yeah. So what, what inspired you to start podcasting? What inspired you to start sharing these ghost stories? Because obviously it's a it's a huge interest in your life, but what made you go, I need to share what I'm learning? Was there a, a specific haunting you read about or a place you visited that made you say, 
people need to hear this stuff? Um, you know, I started out with just getting podcast equipment, like not really knowing in the direction that I wanted to go in. Um, and I decided on ghost stories because it's, again, it's a subject I could talk about and for hours at Mm -hmm. a time. I love a good ghost story. So yes, a part of me, you know, wanted to figure out and dive into haunted places such as like the Charles Kamsel Hospital mm-hmm. on the north side or the Princess Theater on White Ave in Edmonton um, and of course the Banff Springs Hotel. So a lot of the locations that I started with were like local and in Alberta and then I kind of just went around the world globally with it like um, different places around the world that would be you know haunted or have mm-hmm. paranormal activities. Areas of interest. Yeah and, cool. and so I think like I, it's just kind of open and um, some of the hauntings when I read, uh, I read um, a book by Shannon Sin called Vancou- The Hauntings of Vancouver Island. Have you guys ever heard of it? I have not. No, I've got a couple Canadian ghost stories books, but I've been looking for more. So. Yeah, that one's really good. Um, in it, there was a Valencia phantom ship story. And I was like, I read it and I was like, I have to do this. Like, yeah, sometimes it just comes to me in like random books or, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like that one book has like 25 stories in it. And I just picked one and I'm like, yeah, this yeah. one really hit hit it for me. Yeah. So, so yeah. the Valencia phantom ship yes. could you expand on that at all or can you give us a summary I, of it yeah i mean i would love to it's kind of like our what if West she said Coast. no what if she yeah. was like no <laughs> no it's a secret it's a, you'll have to listen to the episode <laughs> <laughs> all right plugged so um yeah it's also referred to the canadian titanic tragedy mm-hmm. on the west coast right because the east coast was the other one but Um, And it's off of Vancouver Island, of course. In the early 1900, a captain who was doing the route for the first time kind of went from Seattle to, you go through the Juan de Fuca, which is like from the States, you go in a canal and then back to the States kind of, but you hit hit the Vancouver Island right there. So he was doing the turn, but it was his first time. So he unfortunately did not see that there was this massive cliff and he and the ship hit the cliff twice there was a lot of passengers on it um they were so close to shore it was aggressive the waves were crashing there were lifeboats that were not properly inflated they all went down when they weren't supposed to and it was a tragedy like think Mm -hmm. like just hundreds of people just panicking and like for years after people have spotted this apparition um and like visions of the scene like there's still pieces there of the shipwreck to this day and yeah like it's like a phantom ship they'll see they'll see the scene like that's what the illusion is it's just like the yeah the ship and just the scene itself so yeah um that one was really interesting like there's a lot of shipwrecks on vancouver island but that Mm. one in particular had i think there was like 130 passengers and only 30 survived oh wow! so it was like really yeah yeah, it's a big tragedy yeah Yeah. interesting story there's something so for lack of better word haunting Mm -hmm. about ghost ship stories i don't know what it is it's like there's something about ships and hauntings that go together that always catch my attention mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. what it is but yeah well and it really sounds cool. almost similar to the actual titanic story too where they didn't have enough rafts yeah. available yeah. they there was just a number of different things that went wrong at the same time on top of the tragedy so, right yeah that's really interesting like from zero to a hundred panic mode yeah. type of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Okay. So that's one of your favorite stories I, to, to talk about. I also, I mean, I have another one. Sure. But I'll let you. Do. Yeah. yeah Dive okay. in. All right. Yeah. So there was, there is another one too. It's the Hoya Bashu Forest in Transylvania. Oh, yes. Romania. Yeah. yeah. And it's also referred to the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's said to have the most well documented paranormal activity on the planet. Ghosts, we're talking like ghosts, disappearances, time traveling, devil stuff, aliens, shadow people. Um, there was one story of like a young girl. Um, like disappearing and showing up four years later the same age in the same clothes with the same coins in her pocket yeah it was it's there's just a few things in that forest that you're like hmm yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah that was a good one too there seems to be a forest like that almost in in every country do you think we have one here you know, I've heard some yeah. crazy stuff about the Edmonton River Valley too. No, yeah, just some. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the largest urban-based forest in Canada, something like that. Largest urban center-based forest in in Canada or North America, and you know everything from spooky sounds to weird animals to mm. to, to cryptids mm-hmm. and UFO sightings. Like yeah. it's yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's also uh, Nahini Valley. So it's up in Northwest Territories, kind of in the southwest corner. Okay. Uh, Super remote. You can only get up there by plane, right? Like you can't drive. Like it's very remote. Uh, And you you know what? You've probably seen pictures of the falls that are there. I think it's, is it? uh, No, it's not Angel Falls. Can't remember what it's called, but huge waterfall there. That's pretty well known by picture, but not, not a place most people visit. Anyways, there's a long... Uh, story that I won't get fully into here, but um, gold prospectors used to go up through that valley, and there was all kinds of stories of like giants and finding decapitated bodies yeah. in the valley. Yeah, just um, there and when? like, oh, this was Back. during the the gold rush. Okay, so, so yeah, early, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so highly recommend doing looking looking into that because it's a really cool story. Yeah, I, w- I would love to go up there, but that's that's a journey. Yeah, there's another one. There's the um, dubbed by Westerners um, suicide forest in Japan. Oh yeah, oh, I've yeah. heard of that one. Yeah. And since the since like the 1700s, it's been known as the the suicide forest. There's a word for it in Japanese, which mm. I, I I don't remember, but it was known as a place where people would be drawn to to commit suicide and they they call it the um just pulling it up here it's called the ghosts of the dead in japanese mythology Mm. and it's so prevalent there um when i was in japan they've got all these signs out in front of the forest saying if you're feeling suicidal here are helplines and Mm. because that's how you've been there yeah yeah i didn't go through the forest i was in japan for a very very brief amount of time but Mm. yeah it's just become so so not popular because that's a well, terrible there, word a for it, but well it. known. Yeah. Well known in yeah. For, yeah, I think I watched a documentary on it specifically yeah. on that or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. There's also uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. It was a pretty interesting movie, but it was like based on the story, right? Like it wasn't oh, yeah. documentary. It was like a horror. Oh was, yeah, was I might creepy. have seen that. Too. Yeah, it was pretty know. creepy. Yeah, there was. Um, I mean, there's also <laughs> forests here in Alberta relating to. Sasquatch mythology as well, yeah. or Nordic area. Well, Nordic that NWT area. Yeah. story really got me thinking. It's pro- like Sasquatch territory if mm-hmm. it's remote and there's yeah. no roads and there's yeah. you know turns yeah. up of bodies, like for sure, mm-hmm. you know. 
And so this is this is perfect. But is there a another type of haunting that just keeps you awake at night or made you go, wow, this stuff is not just interesting, but really freaky or really spooky? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've had sleep paralysis. Oh boy. Mm. Yeah. So, so you don't I even mean, need an episode. No, to I mean, <laughs> I for sure some things like creep me up at night or keep mm-hmm. me up, creep me up, yeah. creep me up. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you know, it's nothing I can't handle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah, know my, sure. my field of energy and just yeah. what, yeah. So nothing that keeps me up. Um, it, I'm, you know, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm trying to interact with it and just mm-hmm. in a positive way or at least sure. get rid of it. Owning your space. Yeah. Like Mike exactly. and I are very much along the same lines. Of yeah. You need to, you need to own your home. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So since we've dived into the topic of, of other topics unrelated to ghost stories, your podcast is based on ghost stories, history and hauntings, but are you interested in any other paranormal topics? Do you believe in Bigfoot? Are, are aliens real? Do you think there's a giant conspiracy to hide all of this from us? What's your, what's your <laughs> thoughts on some of the other areas of the paranormal? I mean, yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I'm from Western Canada, so I like, of course I believe in Bigfoot yeah. like, yeah. for sure. How could I not? Um, I've watched like countless documentaries. Um, I would a hundred percent think that they've adapted to avoid and hide from humans, mm-hmm. which claps to them yeah good job (laughs) respect um i mean i would too for sure uh but yeah uh aliens uh, yeah sure Mm. we can't go um without like saying that like we're not the most intelligent um species in the universe like we think we are um surely someone's out there's got futuristic (laughs) technology or something um I believe in higher dimensions. So third dimension is the one we live in, but like I believe in a fourth and a multitude of dimensions that exist within each other. So um, I do also, you know, think telepathy could, you know, maybe be true. It's not Mm -hmm. that I've um, experienced it 100%, but I'm open to it. Um, Angels, aliens to others, you know, just sometimes like... You're, you are communicating with either your higher self or just other beings or just in meditation. Yeah. Um, do I think there's a conspiracy to hide it? It's <laughs> tough because like, yes, I think humans can hide this information from other humans. Sure. Um, mind control happening, I think, to some degree, you know. Yeah. Like, Truth is somewhere up the middle, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, usually is. Yeah. yeah, like conspiracy is always a gray zone because, like, you know, I want to make, I want to be made aware of it just to know that mm-hmm. it exists. And if you're asking the right questions and looking for the right, if they're in the right places, like, you will have access to the information, especially now that the internet's leaked documents and whatever yeah. of mm-hmm. alien existence, photographic, photographic. Bleh, Evidence. Sorry, yeah. I'm francophone, so sometimes <laughs> no, these no, that's a tough photographic. word. Photographic. Photo. Yeah. Photographic. There we yeah. go. And people's oh, personal. The way you said it sounds so much better. <laughs> <laughs> and like per- people's personal experiences. Yeah. I yes, mean, yeah. that makes it all worthy. And yeah. like, ultimately, mm-hmm. if aliens wanted to make themselves known, they would have succeeded, and we would have known their presence. Let's be honest, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. One well, and one of the one of the arguments with that too is like if they were. If they were trying to hide, it's like showing up as a light in the sky and yeah. moving at 90 degree arcs isn't really hiding. And I think my favorite reports when 
when I was an investigator for MUFON was, you know, the, the little old farmers that had been there for generations that had no interest in the paranormal. They never really watched the skies. And then all of a sudden they have something crazy happen. They see a big giant craft or one of their yeah. cows gets mutilated. And so they go Googling report weird light in the sky <laughs> and they come across MUFON. Those are definitely the most interesting yeah. stories to me. Mm. Yeah. And uh, with, with conspiracies and stuff too, I, I think, you know, it's a mix of, you know, there is groups, shadowy groups, sketchy groups, hiding things, mm -hmm. but at the same time, government negligence is very real. <laughs> oh yeah. We won't go yeah. down that path. No. But not this week. Yeah, yeah not, not this, this week. week. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a We need like series. 10, yeah. Tw yeah. The government. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but what you're saying about uh, um, mind blank, conspiracy theories is yeah. like, I don't know, there's so many different definitions that people have and like it's been politicized let's be honest mm -hmm. like everything totally. these days yeah. mm -hmm. but i mean to me a conspiracy theorist is just someone questioning things mm -hmm. they're not just following you know whatever was told to them it's like well maybe that's not true maybe this is true so it, i mean yeah. it depends on how you look at it right? well yeah and like yeah. The, weren't the fo first photos of ufos like those people were considered crazy and well, they were considered conspiracy yeah. theorists yeah. so yeah. just one a, a real photo yeah. that wasn't yeah. manipulated or anything yeah. from the 50s or 40s yeah yeah and we we do a pretty good job staying apolitical on the podcast For but sure. even with like the vietnam war the people who questioned like wait is this just the government's attempt to grab at resources mm -hmm. and to, to occupy another area those were called conspiracy theorists yeah. too those were those are people Terrorist. anybody who questions the government is yeah. generally called a conspiracy theorist yeah, on either exactly. side. Now, some of them definitely should be called <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> More theorists. Than yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's different yeah. levels. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, ultimately, like, they, what what do they say? Like, it's a puppet yes. and there's just people yeah. behind it, Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who's the face of it. That's right. Yes, so. do, I, do I believe the president or the prime minister is a reptilian being themselves? Yes. <laughs> I mean, slightly. <laughs> I guess character-wise, yeah, they're they're a bit slimy. Um, but is there a group of freaky things behind them? You know, Probably. totally. That's that's a lot more realistic. So, right, right. Yeah. So, Erica, when you when you start sharing this stuff, or when you go to a party, is it easier for you to talk about these types of things? No, obviously, I I definitely only talk about it with like close friends and like people who like safe spaces, yes. mm -hmm. um, people who are into communicating about it. It's not yeah. that the conversation isn't there. It's just I like to dive deep sometimes, and there's only mm -hmm. surface level people sometimes, yeah. and you're like, okay, I'm. I need a deeper conversation. Yeah. I need to say what's yeah. what's out there. Yeah. One of our reels, one of our volunteers just shared so recently was, was, was uh, there's text saying, hey, just it took a lot for us to get you invited to the party. Please just act normal. And then it says me five minutes into the party. You know, there's a group behind a group behind a group yes. that is controlling yes. every aspect That's me. of our. Yeah. yeah, that's Nathan too. It 100 is, and I can't tell you how many times I've made a comment, and I've I've gotten better. I've gotten better, <laughs> but how many times I've made a comment, and they're like, "Yeah, I, you know, I could see some people believing that. I don't, but I could see." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a fun area to dive into. Yeah, I've been in that situation too, where it's like 
you're just yeah having a conversation and they're like but you know have we been on the moon and they're like oh my god you think we didn't go on the moon and i'm like okay all right we're there i'm just asking questions yeah, yeah, just, yeah. um and then you know i become this person who thinks we didn't go to the moon and it's like okay whatever i don't care yeah but yeah. i also don't think you know sorry but candidly mm -hmm. i don't think we went to the moon yeah humans yeah, yeah. and it, and a good you know a good conversation i had with somebody the other day was you know just anytime i've brought up ufos there's this guard that goes up with them yeah. and i'm like okay our our former defense minister paul hellier came out and said yeah i've helped hide ufos for years like france's intelligence secretary like these are high level yeah. people that have come out and been like yeah ufos are real i'm like if these people came out and said anything else was real you you would probably trust them but when it comes to some sort of paranormal or, or conspiracy area mm. it's like people mm -hmm. just I think it kind of freaks them out a bit. Same with science and that spiritual stuff, right? Yeah. It's like you yeah. have, some people are just very logical, need physical like mm -hmm. proof and yeah. some yeah. people just feel it out and it's more of a, yeah, like an experience, yeah. might yeah. I say. But yeah, some people need tangible evidence, which is fair. Totally. And it's the same on that too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can, people can say they had it, but unless there's, you know, they see it with their own eyes or, they have the experience themselves. They're just like, oh, it's just people talking about it and they're yeah, crazy right. or something, right? Or like a write-off of some sort. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so many pilots came out saying oh, every, yeah. hey. for years and years and years, like, come on. Yeah, absolutely. And Mike and I have been pretty good at using, like citing our quotes and stories in our episodes. But at the same time, there's plenty of topics where Mike and I are like, you know, we, we don't necessarily have this evidence, but this feels, this mm -hmm. is what we're, this is what right. we are sensing about this. And yeah. I, I'm sure you're probably the same way too, where it's just. Yeah. For me, my podcast is like, it's stories I've read on the internet and it's like secondhand stories. Sometimes some people will just be like, and I'll, I will be very honest on the podcast and be like, you know, it said, or right. there was a story about, um, mm -hmm. I won't say it's a factual thing right. because it is just a story. And right. like, um, as much as storytelling, there is some truths to it. Of course, it changes as you go and, right. or, yeah. you know, but you've with your with your episodes, you've done a great job at blending the historical as well as the paranormal with it. And I appreciate about appreciate that about your your episodes. How long does it take you to write each episode, would you say? Is there an average for how long it takes to produce and record and mm -hmm. I would say like like a morning, a good morning. So like okay. four or five hours to like write it, and yeah. then maybe an hour or two to record, and then sure. half hour to edit. Yeah. yeah, I don't edit much because I just edit in the moment that I record. That so, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. less than a day it makes it an episode. But sometimes I will gather resource and links throughout months and just have something on the back burner. For example, my latest was Banff Springs Hotel. So I had that one in a folder with a bunch of links and a bunch of resource links um, for months and months since I started okay. the podcast. I was like, one day, yeah. one day I'll do this <laughs> episode. Yeah. And yeah. then finally came to it. And yeah. There's so. a couple of episodes where Mike and I have recorded and then just had to scrap because it it hasn't worked out or we haven't been able to, to get all the information. And mm. those kill me too because we just spend so much time and then it doesn't yeah that would kill me too i would happen. hate that <laughs> now with your role with big brothers and big sisters canada which thank you so much like these are not easy areas to get into at all but 
Um, have you ever talked to some of the kids about their paranormal experiences or have them, have any of them ever shared something that's happened that no. you've helped unpack? Okay. No, okay. I've only worked with, um, big brothers, big sisters for the last year. Okay. So like, no, um, when I was younger and I worked as a um, preschool teacher, probably when I was about 22 or 23, I did get a, few, a couple of students where I remember some of the stories were intense, but I also don't know if it was fed by the parents. You just never right. know, right. like you have to feel it out. But this one kid was telling me about having multiple dreams of um, having a life at in Ju on Jupiter and oh, ha being wow. a different species, oh, a slimy species that um, they all got killed off and like they were on spaceships to come to Earth. Yeah. It was this elaborate story that, you know, a kid, like it was just, uh, you know, that one story you're like, hmm, was that, that was weird, okay, yeah. you know? Um, and I mm. kept asking and they're like, yeah, like I asked my parents in this life, or he didn't say in this life, he said, I asked my parents that they um, welcome my mom from Jupiter because um, I know she's coming. And like, wow. I'm, and just, you know, then I would talk to the parents after and they'd be like, yeah, we do believe in like, um, um, not paranormal. Uh, what was I going to say? Reincarnation. Oh, okay, we yeah. do believe his stories and we do like, we don't feed in. It's not really that they said they feed into it, but they're like, they yeah. encourage it and they're like, okay, tell us more. Like, and yeah. they, so I don't know how to take that one-on-one -on -one with the kid. I did believe it. I right. was like, whoa, yeah. like, are you kidding me? Like this yeah. is, and he was like, they're like way ahead of us and it's a way bigger. And like, there was another species that came and like destroyed our species. And he was just, it was just a good story. Yeah. So I don't know if it was, but it's you know, pretty specific too. It That's was really very specific. And yeah. when I asked the parents about it, they also were like, yeah, I don't know. He just came up with that stuff. And I was like, oh. okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. at the very least he has a future in story writing. Right? Yeah. It's right. <laughs> The very least, least he's yes, creative. preschool yeah. writer yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's so mind blowing to think about how young of a species we are compared to you know maybe others the universe. Just yeah. the fact that we didn't discover dinosaurs until what the seventeen hundreds, <laughs> and it's like we never yeah. knew about an entire species and timeline yeah. of other yeah. creatures until the seventeen hundreds. And right, yeah, we still don't know. All, yeah. the, all the species of things on this earth, right? No. In the oceans and whatnot. Yeah. The yeah. deep ocean that we have no clue about. We might, you know what? We might also dive into the theory that this might just be another human cycle right. that has existed. That's we could have had or... different human cycles in the past, ancient civilizations, et cetera. Yeah. Like we don't yeah. know. We kind of yeah. just like, boom, like it was kind of a big bang where you're like, big bang, humans were like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> And then it's like, what are these pyramids doing? What is this happening? Yeah, and you're, yeah. and we're waking up to this like earth that has so much history on it that we have no that we're just starting to database like, literally on, scratch the surface on right. Yeah. 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 So there's that too. Yeah, even even like like flood literature across different religions and continents and how they all talk about this worldwide flood from like some ancient Sumer mm -hmm. to the epic of Gilgamesh that wiped out humanity when it was in an advanced stage. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, I wonder how much of that has just already happened. Yeah. And a, a few months ago, I was talking to, actually Mike and I were talking to a, um, a physicist, uh, Marvin Herschel, while we were at the cabin. And it's funny, his, his 
job right now. And he said it so casually too. He's creating a dark matter detector. Like just said it so nonchalant. <laughs> he's like, I'm creating a dark matter detector. A physician? Yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I last night I watched, like I binged a Netflix series. <laughs> but he was talking about how in physics right now, they don't even consider the Big Bang to be the beginning of the universe. They think it's mm. just one of potentially yeah. hundreds Multiple. of thousands of Big Bangs across different dimensions. Absolutely. And mm. yeah, it's it's mind-blowing to think about. Yeah. And uh, I did uh, some research on Kabbalah and Kabbalahism like a while, a long time ago. And like in that, they had like a story where one of the cycle, the human cycles, they were much more advanced than we are. And they had two different alien species live on Earth with the humans, but they were all matriarchs and it was um, in shape of a Kabbalah um, sign. So every like circle had their own like um, civilization. And then mm. one of the like alien species didn't get along with the humans and then that wiped out a cycle somehow because yeah. they weren't getting along so it just like everyone died from yeah. that mm -hmm. but um kabbalahism is from like sacred geometry from leonardo da vinci's stuff yeah. um like old stuff that you just wouldn't hear nowadays yeah you know yeah. so it's yeah interesting actually um a bunch of uh, early like Christian mystics mm -hmm. ended up um, going into Gnosticism and into Kabbalism as well. Interesting. And, and that that's something that makes me think, you know, just with the just with the depth to everything in science and culture and creation and space and the ocean. It just mm -hmm. it makes me think that, you know, they're there's something that incepted it. And I'm not getting religious at all, but it just feels like, okay, there's more to our lives than the simple day in and day out. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We've challenged our audience before too. It's like, okay, why were you, why were you put here? Like, mm -hmm. who are you supposed to encourage today mm -hmm. or who you're supposed to, to make feel love today? And yeah, it's hard to believe it's just all a matter of randomness, especially if we're talking about something like, higher beings yeah. or or spirituality yeah, etc it's yeah well and then there's the fibonacci sequence which ties that in like that yeah. if that's if we're living the fibonacci sequence everyone is in their own pace at that in those you know spaces of where we're at in the sequence yeah yeah so and i love uh it was in lord of the rings where gandalf and i'm going to butcher the quote is talking to <laughs> one of the hobbits and he's like he's like life isn't changing the world or something like that it's the simple you know um greeting your neighbor it's the simple encouraging of of one another it's mm -hmm. those things that are that change the world mm -hmm. it's being the light and in, in your in the darkness that yeah. that change the world around you so and that Good ties into Gandalf. what you're doing too yeah it's just and then the, being there for people yeah and then physics like tie into physics it's like it's amazing that this is actually calculated and like now it now they're like you said the big bang they're now thinking there's a multiple of big bangs they're also studying a, a um you know a black hole mm -hmm. that is producing like actual audio yeah so i don't know if you guys know knew this in the last like month yeah. or something physicians have discovered that one of the black holes that was discovered recently is doing audio like it's just you can hear it or there's yeah. an audio of it and we 
I don't remember if it was on one of our episodes or on one of the NAPS episodes, but yeah, the first ever discovered black hole was in 2020. The first observed of course, black hole. It was talked about for years, yeah. right? But I the, mean, first, the first observable one. And yeah, the, the Russian Institute of Science yeah. um, started started measuring uh, something uh, something to do with radioactivity going into the hole and coming out of the hole mm -hmm. and immediately celebrity science like Neil deGrasse Tyson etc saying well yeah that's that's probably evidence of dimension but those are most likely like pocket dimensions very small mm. and I'm like are you kidding like are you <laughs> saying we have evidence that there's yeah. you know another dimension and then even hearing about how it's no longer it just out out there to think that there's at least 10, 15, 20 mm -hmm. other dimensions yeah. beyond our own. Yeah. Well, and we're living yeah. on the third one and right. we can we have access to others but maybe not in this like realm of yeah. existence, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. And it it's so interesting to me that the first dimension is just a line, the second is, you know, we're going on the paper yeah. and then the third is the cube and then the fourth is actually four cubes. Yeah. So that would mean that parallel universes exist and that we're just repeat repeating the yeah. same thing over and over again or yeah. at least a repetitive pattern of well, some sort. An example we've used well, and I've used it way too much. Is the <laughs> is the the two dimensional stick figure right? Mm -hmm. It's like, can you imagine us sticking our three dimensional hand into his two dimensional world and him trying to describe what he's seeing? Like he wouldn't have the yeah. words to try and describe what was mm -hmm. coming into his dimension. Right. Like an ant, they say yeah. that an ant has a two dimensional reality, and it's like. How many of these interactions with the paranormal are similar to right. that, right? Mm. It's people trying to describe or put words to something that's beyond their capability. I mean, even even words like eternity, people are like, oh, eternity is a long time. It's like, well, no, it's it's outside of time. It's not a <laughs> it's, long time. It's not a short time. It's not it has time. nothing to do it with is. time. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's really mind boggling to be mm -hmm. like, wow, we don't even know what we don't know. We, I know it would yeah. probably blow our minds to be honest, to yeah. actually see it and all yeah. of it. So yeah, I mean, I'm, we're here, we're in the third and yeah. uh, it's okay. Here we are. <laughs> but you're right about human, um, where we're at on the evolutionary skill too. Um, with the humans, it's like we're we're so young in discovering. Yeah, and everything. And there's a there's a, um, a group of scientists called it's called IONS, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, and they're they're world leading scientists in their fields, and they study things like. Um, uh, prayer healers and mm, the, yeah. like they, they have this study where they watch like warmth transfer from the, the prayer healers hands to the person's body. They had a study where they did, um, supposedly they weighed the human soul where they had hundreds of yeah. people who donated their bodies into these like micrometer scales and then the person would die and it would go down the exact same in each and every tube something really? like that yeah Whoa. and again these this isn't some paranormal scientific group which guys i love paranormal investigators that's oh, what sure. we can be called but these are these are people that are at the edge of science that are mm -hmm. conducting this and again they're kind of going back the, to the direction of these old school scientists mm -hmm. who were both like no nah, like 
there's a spiritual realm and right. there's yeah. science. Willing to acknowledge that they, you know, that there's there's some things that we just have no idea. Yeah. yeah. And people yeah. want to categorize it black and white, you know, yeah. religious mm-hmm. or science. You yeah. know, it's just there's a gray zone. We're yes. in a gray zone and that's okay. And yeah. it could the gray zone could borderline any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's that closed mindedness of people sometimes that yeah. you're yes. like either religion or either science. Like it's not that simple. There's definitely areas of overlap and yeah yeah well thank you erica this was a a lively time Mm -hmm. we've got quite a few ideas for collaborations with erica in the future but erica where can people find you at where can they find your podcast or contact you etc yeah so um my podcast is on spotify so erica's ghost stories and i'm on instagram as well erica's ghost stories Awesome. Yeah. Easy to remember. Thank you. <laughs> I just watched your, or watched, I listened to your Bam Springs one today. Oh, yeah? yeah. Did you like it? I did like it's it. It's quick. I mean, I, I, it's like a quick, you know, here's the ghost stories. Yeah. Goodbye. But I liked that. <laughs> That's it perfect. Was like, yeah. I was I know, at work. Right? I was like, oh, that's a nice little you Aww, know, 10 minutes you. just to yeah. enjoy. My yeah, favorite thanks. YouTube videos by far are when I YouTube something. And the people get straight to it. And then there's other ones where it's like the first five minutes of them is talking about what they're going to do or introducing mm. it. And I'm just like, skip, 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 skip. <laughs> yeah, I think that's also my attention span. So yes, it's like, get, yeah. get right to it, yeah. you know? Jump into it. Yeah, I actually, I should start a YouTube too. Yeah. You should, absolutely. And That'd yeah, we, we'll, we won't spoil anything, but <laughs> we're excited to work with Eric in the future. Yeah, I'm so excited too. So yeah, that wraps up our time for today. Tonight we talked about Erica's podcast. We talked about the paranormal. We talked about some of the different Canadian instances of ghost stories. And then we took a deep dive into the universe and meaning and life. And I love it. I love that that's what we can do here on Midnight Mysteries. Again, Erica, thank you for joining us. Do you know someone who's encountered a ghost or who has been involved in some sort of paranormal activity? Leave your thoughts in the comments below or send us a message and we'd love to see you next time on Midnight Mysteries. Once again, I'm your host, Nathan. And I'm Mike. We'll catch you next time.